Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 43rd episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And it's St. Patty's Day today, so we did. A, <laughs> we decided to do a pickleback, and uh, which is pickle juice and Jameson. Yep, a shot of Jameson and then a shot of pickle juice, yeah. not mixed together. Right, and um, and they're awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's it's really <clears> good. <throat> I'm like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> kind of burning. Well, the it was the I was tr- trying to say my name and just the the salt from the yeah. pickle juice was kind of getting my throat. But <laughs> it's all if you haven't done one, we I don't know how we were not we exposed to this earlier yeah. until the uh, was it last this year? year last year yeah it was last year Sean and Jennifer we went to a Irish pub mm-hmm. restaurant with them. Um, the heck's the name of that? Kilkenny's Kill, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Uh, it was great. Excellent food in Tulsa. And they were like, every time we go here, we we start the night and the meal off with a pickleback. And I was yeah. like, what the heck's pickleback? Because we don't shoot whiskey. Uh-uh. We sip on it and we drink it. And so I was like, eh, I don't know about this. Yeah. Um, I can sip on whiskey, but I don't want to take a shot of it. And they were like, no, 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 you'll like it. It's really good. So I was like, all right. Yeah. So we did it. And and we loved it. Yeah, we did it when we did our our. Our whiskey tasting event uh-huh. with all of our friends over here. Yeah, and I started it off like that. We did them yesterday. Uh huh. Yeah, for we did. St. Patty's Eve. Uh huh. Um, yeah, it's awesome. We did yeah. several of them the night of the whiskey tasting event. Everybody really. Most. I don't think. I think us and Sean and Jennifer are the only ones here that had tried it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Because there was quite a few people. I think. Well, there Mike was maybe... and I did more, and Ryan and I did more. Yeah. Well, because we had leftovers. Cause yeah, because we had a, a couple, couple people a couple didn't, didn't show, show up. up and... Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh huh. Yeah, it was really good. So it's um, awesome. So yeah, so we wanted <clears> to do the pickle. Start out with the pickleback. Um, is this supposed to be like an Irish like, like? I don't know. I'm sure it's something that some stupid American invented. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe maybe it's that. (laughs) And Irish people are like, wait, wait, wait. You do what? (laughs) I know. And you'd you'd get punched in the kisser if you ordered one of those in a real Irish pub in Ireland. (laughs) Who knows? I know. I wonder. But uh, so we wanted to start off with that. And then we also uh, have the cask mate. Jameson, uh, Jameson, cask Jameson Caskmate, which is, uh, this one is the stout mm-hmm. Caskmate, and we tried this at our whiskey tasting yeah. event, too. They have an IPA one, mm-hmm. and it's basically where they they use the, they put the whiskey, the whiskey sets in an IPA barrel, and this one is a, a stout, a beer stout barrel. Yeah. And so it kind of pulls all those flavors and stuff out of the wood, and they're awesome. Yeah. And even if you don't like whiskey, this is super smooth. Yeah, very. And you can really, the IPA or the stout, you mm-hmm. can taste the beer yeah. in there. It's it's awesome. It's, it's really, really good. good. It is really good. I know. Good. I think we didn't even talk about our whiskey tasting event, like the last episode mm-hmm. that we had. Um, and that was a really fun night. We we had, what, like how many different whiskeys? Like five or six different whiskeys? Yeah. I mean, well, we had, how many couples did we have? Six couples? Yeah. Uh-huh. We had six couples here, and we had each of them bring, a, you know, local people only. So sorry for people out of state. Yeah, but it was our it was our first kind of marriage on the rocks, I guess, Little sponsored event, event yeah. maybe. Um, but we had a, about six couples come over, and and we told them that 
just bring a bottle of whiskey or scotch or bourbon. Yeah. And we're going to do a tasting event. Um, and so we have, some people may see the pictures in the background and stuff, but we have little flights with whiskey tasting glasses. Mm-hmm. And um, so we had enough for, well, maybe we had five couples then. Yeah, I think it was five then. Yeah, because one of the couples <laughs> didn't show up. Yeah. The heck? Yeah, didn't even tell us they weren't coming or nothing. Just <laughs> well, we're waiting, up. too. Yeah. But <clears throat> we, uh, yeah, anyway, so so we, we had everybody come over. They brought a bottle of whiskey, and we kicked the night off with a pickleback mm-hmm. for everybody. And then we made and had food here that paired with whiskey. Yeah. So we had dark chocolates. We had some dried cherries oh, and other dried yeah. fruits. We had some, just a good old-fashioned pub mix. We had these... Ribs, oh, these pork the ribs, ribs were so good. Um, and so, so we just kind of did a little research and looked at things that paired very well with with whiskey. And so uh-huh. we we had everybody brought a bottle and we had a freaking blast. Yeah, it was a really. It good was time. so much fun. We uh-huh. by the time you got got through the, you know, fifth or sixth tasting, even because we poured about this much. I mean, it's pro- it's a little more than a shot. Uh huh. In in the in the whiskey in the little tester glasses. Um, yeah, because you don't want to fill it like yeah, fill you don't it fill up. it up. You just taste a little bit, but you really kind of do it the same way you do wine. Uh-huh. You smell you it, smell and it. you just don't swish yeah. it in your mouth, right? <laughs> but yeah, um, so we went through. We we had a really good scotch. We had one of the 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 cask mates here. Um, mm-hmm. That's good. We had, of course, we brought we we used our bullet, and then we we had the larceny and yeah, and it was uh, fun. Like just. Doing the different, uh, well, you know, adding water to it. We, you know, mm-hmm. had people, had everyone add water to, to the whiskey, and you know, just to see how it pulls out the flavors and stuff yeah. like that. And then, but even from do, doing the water to just trying another whiskey back mm-hmm. to back, and just tasting the differences, it's it's so cool. And, yeah. And and seeing because Seth and I had done that on our own before, mm-hmm. just kind of messing around. Um, just amongst each other and we're like this would be fun to do like with with people other people yeah and so uh so yeah it was fun like watching everybody's reactions and Mm -hmm. and seeing everybody enjoy it too well i think a lot of people have a lot of people don't sip on whiskey Mm -hmm. they shoot it yeah and so it's a totally different type of drink when you take your time yeah um so yeah it was a blast so we're gonna do more with different types of alcohols yeah all kinds of stuff, but yeah. So the the cask mates is left over from that event, mm-hmm. um, and then of course we have our St. Patty's Day green green beer, beer yeah, that we have to drink, uh-huh, yes. which we dyed ourselves. So if halfway through the episode, our, <laughs> our lips and teeth are all green. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it may be our own fault. I know. I've never dyed beer before. I know. Just yeah, it, me so. either. Well, I know it turned out good. I mean, it, well, added, it looks cool. We've added food coloring to stuff before, but so I don't think it should be bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But we'll see. Yeah, hopefully we don't. It's not yeah. all. Our teeth are all green or whatever. Um, so, but this week we... We, well, we didn't have to, a show at last week. Yeah, we didn't have a show last week. Sorry, guys. We we were busy traveling and just... We had a, we had a weird kind of later flight. Yeah. And we had to stop. We were flying to Detroit, so we had to leave here in the afternoon. Even if your flight didn't leave till 5.30, you still got to... Get ready and pack up, get to the airport in time and all that crap. And so we flew through St. Louis and then didn't get in. And we had the time change over the weekend. Yes. So we were already an hour behind on Sunday. Uh-huh. And then we flew to Michigan, which is East Coast, East, East Coast time. Well, that part of Michigan. Yeah. And so we lost another hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to speak the next morning. So 
We yeah. just, we had time to land and go. We hadn't really eaten much. Uh-huh. So we went and pigged out on hot wings. Hot wings. And, and beer at Buffalo Wild Wings because they were open till 2. Yeah. Um, but because of all that, and then it was a quick trip. Monday, we were, I was busy doing stuff, and then we spent a little time in the Detroit, Livonia, mm-hmm. Canton City area, I think. And then, then we left Tuesday morning. Yeah. And flew back. Um, and then we were exhausted. Yeah. It was. It was, it was just well, kind it was of the time tiring. change. The time change and uh, travel all at the same time. Yeah. It was real kind of fast like that just kind of beat us down it yeah. took me the rest of the week to kind of acclimate yeah get back on track uh-huh. um so yeah so we weren't eight we, we were really inactive yeah this week media. we didn't do our morning posts we didn't do yeah. really share any articles that much or uh-uh. well and then, and then social media shut down or facebook yeah. and, and instagram that one day yeah so i guess if we two. pick a week we're not going to be active it was i know should have been the week that so that's that it good all at down. least <laughs> But yeah, so we're back, <laughs> and um, this week we were wanting to kind of, I don't know, change it up and do an episode kind of for the single people, mm-hmm. and um, what we want to talk about today is stepping outside of your dating comfort zone, um, but before we get into that, Seth needs to tell us his dumbass post of the week. Yeah, this one, once again, just like all of them, I think it, it comes from a humorous place, and it, there's really no harm intended at all behind it, but when you kind of read between the lines, you, you, you tend to see, and I guess there's not a nice way of saying this, the people that tend to share this, we all know that type of woman. It, mm-hmm. It's it's a female, a man will never share this post. Yeah. This is true. nothing a man will ever say. Um, maybe a gay man. Maybe. But a straight man would never. I don't even know if a gay man would. I don't know. Um, but it, it's and, and you've seen some variation of it or, or some kind of um, form of it floating around. Uh, but, but it was ultimately that I know I'm more than a handful, but that's why you have two hands. Yeah. And that it's not from a heavy overweight thing either. It's it means I'm a lot to handle. Uh huh. Um, but it, it kind of, for me, it falls in that same category of, you know, you're not an animal. Control your damn self. You <laughs> yeah. know, you're not, you know, not a zoo animal. <laughs> you know, you you are a grown adult. So if you are recognizing that you are a problem and that you're more than a handful, you're not a catch. <laughs> yeah, and you need to freaking look at yourself yeah. and, well, why am I a handful, mm-hmm. you know? if If you introduce yourself as... I'm the loud mouth, obnoxious, crazy one in the group. Uh-huh. <laughs> you just gave probably three traits of something most people don't like. Gosh, I know. Um, but you, you tend to see this type of post from, you know, it kind of goes back to the one episode where we talked about him and kind of poked fun a little bit. But that, that quote unquote strong, independent woman who is single for a reason. Yeah. Not by choice. And I will add that. Um, but it's because of this type of mentality. Well, that she would. She would say. She would say she's, single, she's by single by choice, but we all know uh-huh. it's because nobody wants to put up with her bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Or the poor sap that does. It's usually temporary relationships, yeah. multiple temporary relationships with because, a weak ass freaking dude. Yeah, well, yeah, with a guy with no spine and uh-huh. no balls or anything like that that can kind of be walked on. But that's where I see this. You know, once again, I I, I will tend to read pretty deep into the lines when I see that, and and a lot of that is. You know, kind of based on 
Who shares it? Yeah. Who says things like that? And it's like, you know, you get the typical social media eye roll. It's like, yeah, great. Yeah, this is this is why she says this. She thinks that that, you know, you need to be able to control her and, and mm-hmm. you need to be able to handle her and and no, it's not. You you should be able to handle yourself. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be, you know, more than a handful to deal with. Nobody a real catch of a guy doesn't want a girl like that. Right. No. Hell no. You'll find a guy that'll put up with that crap. I'm not right. saying you won't be that you'll be single forever. You'll find some poor sap that will put up with that crap. Yeah. Uh, maybe even long term. But I would be willing to bet money that that sucker is not a catch. Yeah. Uh-huh. It is not a catch and he's not happy either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but like I was saying, we are going to be talking about stepping outside of your dating comfort zone. And, I mean, I know that we all have our our type, you know, of of who who you think would be good for... Or, I think that, well, looks, first off, you know, everyone pretty much has a type, quote-unquote. Well, they think they do. Uh-huh. That, that's, that, that's where it, it gets kind of funny to me. I mean, I, I think that... I think the the type that uh-huh. a guy lists it has very le- fewer qualities than the type that a, a girl would list for a guy. I think a guy can say, "Oh, I, I like blondes," uh-huh. or "I like brunettes." Uh-huh. My type's a brunette, and and that's it. Uh-huh. Or I like I like a curvy brunette. Uh-huh. You know, one or two, maybe three traits. Yeah, I want a sh- I want a short girl that's you know kind of curvy and a brunette. Yeah, and that's really it. Yeah, they don't they don't look at income. They don't look at um, a lot of other, I, I guess, like um, type types of contributions, whether they're intellect or uh, you know socially or things like that. They don't really look through the, for those things. Well, some do. I think some do. But I still think that their list is smaller for what mm-hmm. they like. You ask, yeah, what's your type of girl? Uh-huh. They're not going to list all this stuff. Right. And sometimes when you ask a girl. What's your type of guy? Mm-hmm. That list can get kind of lengthy. Yeah. And it's not really your type. It's it's a want list. Yeah, I know. And what cracks me up is that want list is usually different than the actual type they're typically seen dating. I know. <laughs> well, I, I want know. A, I want a guy that's got a steady job and, and is on his own and, and makes six figures and is six foot one. And meanwhile, you're dating some little, you know, five foot four hood rat, scrawny <laughs> little dude that lives in his mom's basement. <laughs> you know? Right. And that, that's... that's uh, that is obviously your type, is uh-huh. that waste of space guy. Right. I know. You know. Yes. So what your type is and the guy you want is two totally different things. Well, not all the time. Yeah. But I think that, I mean, even I, I've talked about one thing that I guess any girl that I've dated really had in common was they were brown. Br- uh, br- <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to stop at brown. <laughs> they were brown. <laughs> they, no, they, they were brunette. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't do that on purpose. Uh-huh. I've never been like, ugh, she's a blonde. Right. Um, You're just attracted to yeah. brunettes naturally, I guess. I guess. Uh-huh. And, and I, I don't, maybe maybe it's not really my choice. Mm-hmm. Maybe blondes aren't attracted to me. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Too. I know. But, well, I, and I think that, uh, for me, I think that I'm attracted to guys with dark hair, too. Oh, me hair. <laughs> you have hair on your face. Oh, okay. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, and I guess I dated outside of my comfort zone with you because Mm -hmm. 
I never, I'd never dated a bald guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would, I wasn't, I wouldn't have said, oh yeah, bald guys are my type. Right. At that time. Mm-hmm. Now you're all my type. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I think that understanding, and, and I don't think everybody has an exact type. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've seen, we've talked on here before about the girl that ends up getting divorced or breaking up and ends up dating someone that looks exactly like their ex. Right. Well, you obviously have a type. Too. Yeah. It, and then, yeah, see, we see that with guys yeah. break up with a girl or divorce a girl and the next one they date looks just like him. One of the things that I have known or have noticed, I don't know if I'd say lately, but it seems like more often than I used to, is I see more people dating each other that look like one another. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, they look like brother and sister. They don't even look... and. I don't know if that's a vanity thing. Like, if you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, well, I like how my eyes and nose and lips are set on my face, I'm going to find a guy that has that exact same layout. <laughs> I don't think that they would they say that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying subconsciously. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. Because I, I see a lot of people, especially recently, that have been engaging in new relationships and they finally post a picture and I'm like, what? is that their brother? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, your boyfriend looks just like you. Yeah. That's weird, you know? I know. (laughs) So so I'm seeing that a lot. Um, I would never want anybody to come up to us and be like, are you guys brother and sister? Yeah, that would be so weird. Um, And so I don't know if people tell them. Should I list names? No. They can tell us if anybody said anything to them? No. Um, But but I I wonder if people are like, are you guys related? Uh Uh-huh. Because, and and if you hear that, chances are it's because you look like your partner. Yeah. Yeah. and I don't know if they even realize they look mm-hmm. like one another. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> that's funny. I know, because it's like, well, I think I'm good looking. And then you date someone that looks just yeah. like you. And sometimes the male version of you isn't attractive. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Probably even worse, vice versa. If you're a guy and you date a yeah. girl that looks like you, she's probably pretty ugly. Yeah, really. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're seeing it more. And it, it is so funny because it's like, my gosh, they and it's features. You have the exact same nose. Yeah. You're, this whole area, your nose and mouth look the exact same. Uh-huh. Or when they smile. Right. It's the same cheeks and lips and everything. It's like, holy cow. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So once again, I don't know if that's, if that's a type thing. I, I think a lot of it is very subconsciously. Yeah. I, I don't really think too many people are have this demand list of I want a partner that fits this mold that I've created in my mind. Yeah, I know. I think that people... Even if it is just looks. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think that people want to say that they, they know exactly what they want, mm-hmm. but they really don't know what they want. Yeah. Um, and they... And, and I think that that's... That's probably that's probably why people date people that they end up dating the the same person, like the not the same person, but the person same that is exactly person. like mm-hmm. their ex. Yeah. Well, and and you'll 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 talk to and once again, this this is really a episode geared towards women. I don't think guys are really in tune enough to kind of get that. Um, I will say I've never dated or I've never known a guy that has been like. Ah, uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. All the girls I date are alcoholics, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, all the girls I date cheat on me. Guys don't say that. Yeah. But you hear that from women. A lot. Like, why are these guys attracted to me? And it's a lot of it goes back to the. Do you think the guys say uh, all the good girls are taken? I think if they say it, it's a line. 
don't really? think they really think that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I oh, mean, and, and, women and say that, though. Women say that, but it's so funny because when you look at this this kind of geographical region of if a girl that if, – if you are in an area and everyone you know and everyone that you are acquaintances with and the people you work with and the – you know, the people you grew up with or whatever's in your little own, you know, colonial community that you have in your area. If they're all losers, you will think all the good men are tanking. And it's like, well, no, the good men just don't live there. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, I think that that is a big one. That is a huge one is like dating outside of your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, I, I see so many people that date in the same circle of friends. They pass each other around. Yeah. I, and, and I guess before I head down this path, or we head down this path, if you've married your high school sweetheart, we aren't necessarily talking to you. Mm-hmm. But if you married your high school sweetheart and got knocked up and had one to three kids and then divorced that sweetheart and then started dating another guy from your high school who was also married to another girl from your high school. That's who we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where I went to school and where I graduated high school and I, I won't list the, the town name. People may think less of me if I throw that out there, uh, <laughs> Jeez. but that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I am amazed at the amount of people that I know or hear about or see through social media or pop up on my people. You Nate may know who have, Literally never dated outside of that, you know, 132 graduating senior class. And they they all have kids by one another and they they just pass each other around to one another. Yeah. And it's like, just drive four miles that way and find somebody else. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you like to say a five mile radius. Yeah. You need to date outside of your five mile <laughs> radius of where you grew up and went to school and hung out and did all your extracurricular activities. Uh-huh. And and I don't I don't know if that's a fear thing. Yeah. I don't know if that's a reflection of of you know whatever. Because when you do that, your type is obviously not a good reflection of the type of person you would really want to be with. Now I'm not saying that good people don't exist in those areas. Uh-huh. I'm just saying when you start getting into this flipping and flopping and swapping mm-hmm. partners around, and it's it's like this. It's almost like a very structured, modified swingers community that nobody really knows that they're swingers and they don't swing at the same time. It's just, well, I'm going to marry him for a few years and have a kid and then you can have him. Yeah. Oh, that's um, weird. And it's so odd to me because I'm like, you guys are, it's just weird. Uh-huh. It's so weird to me. And I've realized even being exposed to larger communities as an adult, the same thing happens. Yeah. It's just it on a, a different scale. Yeah. I mean, because I didn't, I, I grew up in a... a a bigger high school mm-hmm. and yeah, well, and, much bigger than mine. Yeah, and public school area mm-hmm. <laughs> than yours. And I mean, you would still see the same the same people, kind of, you know, this girl dating this guy, and then yeah. oh, she broke up with him, so she, he's now dating her old friend and yeah. and and everything. And and it's like, why do you guys do that? Yeah. Seriously. Well, and, and what's funny about where I grew up is all these people have kids, and all the kids go to the same school. Uh-huh. And it's like, well, your your dad is now my stepdad. 
And what happens if that's like a guy and a girl who are attracted to one another as they get older? Oh, god! And then it's like stepkids hooking up I or know. something. That's weird, That's too. a small town. I mean, you yeah. can't, I mean, it's weird. It's just uh-huh. so odd to me. Um, but, but you, you tend to see this, this cyclic pattern of behavior of, you know, whatever you want to say contributes or, or dictates the type of person that comes out of a certain area, whether that's. Mm-hmm. What's popular in that area, whether that's a whatever level of income is in that area, whatever type of activities are in the area. I mean, I, I grew up in an area where, you know, cowboys, rodeos, all that stuff was a, a big deal. All the guys, you know, wear Wrangler jeans with some kind of John Deere hat and a sleeveless cutoff shirt and some shit kicker cowboy boots. And they all look the same. They all have the same haircut. They all have the same wad of chew in their cheek. Oh, my gosh. They all, you know, <laughs> have that kind of corn-fed, corn-fed country boy look yeah. to them. Well, and I think that, like, with <laughs> I think with um, the guys that, that like, I've, this maybe sound, might sound mean about, like, where we live or Oklahoma, but, like, it seems like, or it looks like, the girls are a lot better looking than the guys out here. Yeah. And it's the girls don't have very high standards at all. At, well, what they find value in is not looks. They 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 look for a partner that can provide. And there's more factors to it out here because most of the women out here don't work. Yeah. Most girls out here that I went to high school with do not work, especially if they have kids. They may do some freedom stay at home pyramid scheme job but they don't have a nine to five mm-hmm. job because they stay home with the kids right um so it's it's still kind of got a different mentality here and so what they look for in a partner is someone that's going to provide provide for them mm-hmm. not magic mike mm-hmm. <laughs> right obviously <laughs> yeah obviously you know <laughs> i mean who who am i kidding i met a a good-looking Oklahoma boy. <laughs> well, and, and once again, I'm, I'm being very generalistic. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all the guys. I'm just going with the most stereotypical yeah. couple that I tend to see. Oh, I know. Yeah. And uh, and that's it. It's uh, it's this corn-fed country boy with this girl that typically looks like she still has a hairstyle from the 90s or 80s <laughs> who's still better looking than he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that ends up being their type because that's what they're exposed to. Yeah. And and it goes to this this kind of um, the community that you grow up in really drives the taste in people you have, and really the point of the conversation today is to go out there and find other tastes. <laughs> yeah. Because whatever whatever that stereotypical guy is, I, I mean, where I I kind of gave an example, and that was probably half of the school. The other half of the school was this kind of thuggish look. Yeah. Um, from different races. It wasn't, I don't mean just one race. We had different races that kind of had the same uh, type of look to them. We, we had a small, very, very, very small amount of like preppy looking people. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't have that, but whatever your stereotypical look is from the guys, if, if they are this, this hood looking kind of, you know, prison tattoo all over their hands and fingers and face and, you know, they weigh about a hundred pounds soaking wet and they wear a you know quadruple XL T shirt <laughs> and have no calves in their shorts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, whatever it is, whatever that typical look is, 
you may be attracted to that because that's all you've been exposed to. Yeah, I know. Well, I think that's funny, too, because, uh, like, what you say about, you know, it doesn't just happen in... In small country small, towns. Yeah, small <laughs> right. towns like that. I mean, it happened where where I'm from, and, and you know, it's a bigger city. And uh, I think that, I mean, you really do think that you're attracted to these thuggy-looking dudes and, mm-hmm. you know, because because that's what you grew up around. Yeah. And it's not... I, <laughs> I don't mean to, like, sound mean or, like... Well, maybe I do mean to sound mean. <laughs> I think that you... You need to not look at the... Look outside of that. Yeah. Look outside of the thuggy dude. You know, is he... Is there a guy that maybe you wouldn't have thought about dating before? Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe he's not... Doesn't dress like a thug and he dresses preppy. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, I guess he, I guess he's okay. Yeah. You know, he's not... I've not really dated anyone like that, but... But maybe say yes to someone like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's where it's it, you really just get out of that comfort zone. the The problem is, is when you're very, very deeply embedded into that community scene. You're you go, and if you're looking for a guy at a bar or a club, you're searching in the wrong places anyway. <laughs> yeah. But your your girl times, your your clubs, your bars, your your nightlife. You're exposed to the same people that you should be getting away from. Yeah. Your social life revolves around those same type of people. Your job typically falls around that same type of person. Mm-hmm. And so well, a and, lot of and times... How, and how you, how you present yourself, right. too, it, it attracts that certain type yeah. of person. I mean, what the, the very harsh saying is, you know, flies are attracted to shit. Mm-hmm. And... You, if you want a good partner, if you want that catch, and and you know, really, what what is a catch? You know, you, you kind of have to define that. I think that there are there are certain characteristics that should be in the stay away from basket, mm-hmm. and there should be characteristics that should be in that this defines a catch. All of which probably should not have anything to do with their looks. Mm-hmm. You know, you, yeah. you you should be looking for someone who has a job. You should be looking for someone who isn't. You know, up to their eyeballs in debt. They they don't live paycheck to paycheck. They own their car. They have a car. <laughs> right. They have a place to live that isn't shared with a parent or a friend or a mm-hmm. sibling or a relative. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there should be some sign of independence that just shows some kind of value yeah. in this individual. They should be... And, and then you can start putting in the little aspects that you like. You, sh- you should have a very simplistic baseline of I'm not going to fuck around with a guy that doesn't have a job or hasn't kept a job that doesn't have his own place and doesn't have his own car. Yeah, I know. And well, cause has I think a bank you account. Can, I think you could probably, because I was going to say has a good job. Right. Um, because you could Steady probably, <laughs> you can narrow that down to... If he he probably didn't wouldn't have had his own place mm-hmm. if he didn't have a good job, right? Most yep. of the time, I think. so there should be just four or five basic things that you you should have on your. If they don't meet these, and it's okay, it's you are the one that is putting yourself out there. 
So it's okay to say, I'm not going to entertain unless they have these four to five qualities right off the bat. Uh And it's okay to ask that. Yeah. Uh, If they buy you a drink. It's okay to ask that. But, (laughs) you know, we've had the episode about what do you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. But you need to be bringing something yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to, like, why would someone want to date you? The, The Prince Charming that was the frog that the princess kissed only worked because she was a princess. If it had been the princess's hood rat skanky little friend kissing frogs, that frog wouldn't have changed into a prince. It would have just been a, a warty ass toad. <laughs> You're funny. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what do you have, have to offer too? Yeah. And why would, why, you know, if you're, if you have all of these, Standards that you need met, mm-hmm. you should meet all of those as well. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be looking for some kind of sugar daddy or sugar mama. Yeah, when you're trying to get back out on the market or uh-huh. or stay on the market or whatever it is. Right. Um, but I think what I think what what happens sometimes or quite often, whatever you want to say, is people start off with those standards and then they find somebody that doesn't have those standards and they're like, well, he doesn't have any of this, but he's really good looking. So we'll just fool around and hook up. Yeah. But that ends oh up leading gosh. into you got pregnant by this waste of space that doesn't have a job or dr- deals drugs or lives with his mama or whatever it is. Just because he was good looking. Yeah. Cause you thought he was attractive uh-huh. and then, then you're screwed for the rest of your life. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, so you need to be consistent with those standards. You shouldn't entertain anybody in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't meet whatever your your level of standards are. But I think once you kind of hit that baseline of I'm not going to talk, mess around, do anything with anybody that doesn't have these qualities here, then you can start looking at more of your type. Yeah. Or or other factors or characteristics that you've, you know, does he have a good sense of humor? Does he? Because uh-huh. there's plenty of people that find humor in everything. Even a, a broke ass loser has a sense of humor. Yeah, doesn't mean you want to be with somebody just because he makes you smile or laugh. I know. Um, so what what else is there? Is is there really substance to this individual that is going to get past the hookup? Mm-hmm. Is this somebody that you are actually going to be able to spend a long term? relationship with Mm -hmm. and if you are why yeah and if not why not and learn from that and move on yeah yes learn from it it's okay to when i say you know try it before you buy it i don't mean sleep with the person Mm -hmm. but it's okay to have that conversation it's okay to see what the connection looks like yeah see if there is a chemistry yeah but you have to keep your stupid heart in check Mm-hmm. And listen to your mind and listen to your gut because yeah. you, your heart's ridiculous sometimes. Well, and I think that I think that some people um, would probably, or some women, not people. It's probably only women that do this, but they uh, they end up like feeling bad too for like if they you know didn't do a second date with a guy because. Yeah. You know, well, he was really nice. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, well, if you didn't have the mm-hmm. the chemistry, yeah, then it's okay to say, well, at least I gave it a shot. But, right. You know, yeah. I don't think that this is going to move any further. But also, like, don't don't put yourself in a situation where you, um, where you do, where you can't see past certain things too. You know. Yep. 
Where yeah, you, you shouldn't be early on trying to figure out how you're going to negotiate, navigate things that you don't like about the person. Yeah. I don't know. And those can be small things. And those can be big things. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I you know I, I've said it on here before. One of the things that when I got divorced, I knew one of my very important factors was I didn't want to date anybody that had kids. And I didn't want to date anybody that wanted to have kids mm-hmm. because one was short term. One was I don't want to deal with little kids even in the dating scene. Mm-hmm. And number two was I don't want to get involved with someone and start to like them and fall for them knowing that they're going to want kids down the road. I know. Well, and, and that's why you we had the conversation very early on. Very early on. And, and that was one of those things where it was non-negotiable on my behalf. And it wasn't a... The conversation wasn't, hey, I have to tell you this, and it's non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. It was really me kind of asking what what you thought. But you already knew just from being my friend whenever you had talked about introducing me to your cousins or Mm -hmm. whatever that I was like, well, if they have kids, I don't want to meet them. And you were like, well, that pretty much knocks everybody out. Yeah. Um, And I was like, all right, that's fine. I I, I don't want to date anybody with kids. And it was a very selfish decision, which it's me, so I'm allowed to be selfish. Yeah. You shouldn't berate or let someone berate you because you don't want to miss with that. And I know the counter argument is, well, if you're going to use that, you you know, you you could miss not finding the love of your life because you don't want to deal with their kids. Mm -hmm. Well, I did find the love of my life and (laughs) she didn't have kids and she didn't want kids. So suck it. So thank God. Thank God we found each other. Mm -hmm. But you, you need to understand that if you are single and have kids, there's going to be guys out there that are a quote-unquote catch that don't want to mess with kids. I know. And so they're off the table. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of reevaluate and readjust on on what it is. But you shouldn't you, – you, it's still okay to have that, that preset kind of determining factors as far as what you want to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I would hope that if you had a handful of kids, you wouldn't want to be – you probably shouldn't be looking for a partner that has a handful of kids as well. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on their age and stuff like that. Yeah, but maybe. Yeah, mo- I know. Maybe if they're yeah. older. Mo- mo- most, I don't even know if I, if I want to get that generalistic with it, but but those add different factors and, and different challenges that each person is going to have to navigate mm-hmm. differently. Yeah, um, I know. And lucky for you, I was okay that you had a kid yep. too. And that was what was so one-sided about my uh-huh. my my factors or my type or my determining qualities in a person was I was saying you can't have kids. You can't want kids, but guess what? I have one and you're going to have to accept it. Yeah. So it was very, very one sided. Mm -hmm. Once again, I, I I was okay going into the single world, accepting the fact that I may not date again until my son was 18 Mm -hmm. and an adult because I wasn't going to compromise on Dealing with somebody with kids. It could have been the, the hottest, prettiest, most personable person in the world. And if she had two kids in a shopping cart, we aren't having a conversation. <laughs> right. Anybody that personally knows me knows my distaste for children anyway. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't this wouldn't be surprising them. <laughs> and, and, well, I think it is surprising. I'm not, not, maybe not personally know you. But I think it is surprising that you have a kid and you <laughs> you still feel this way. About well, other kids. It's not kids. because of him. I know. I just I don't other, like other people's other kids. kids. Yeah. Um, and I just I didn't want to raise anybody else's kids. I uh-huh. didn't want 
you know, to deal with that. I didn't want, you know. To have any other kids. Yeah. My, my, my child was so low maintenance. I was very well aware of, of how I lucked out in dealing with him. Even the hiccups that he may have had growing up. In the scheme of things, what I've seen other friends of mine go through was nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of felt like I used all my good luck anyway. <laughs> right. And then it would be yeah. shitty luck after. Yeah. So I just didn't want to chance it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was time to be selfish. I, I didn't want to raise a child. I wanted good sleep at night. I, I didn't want to deal with, you know, he was transitioning into a point where I didn't have to drag him around and take him to practice all the time you know i had done the dad thing i had done the coaching thing i had done the the i wasn't too good at it but the homework thing (laughs) you know i had done all of that stuff and it was i got dumped at a pretty good time in his life where the single parenting was different than it was if he was three or four yeah it wasn't as daunting Uh and he was able to help himself and help me. Uh-huh. And we were kind of in that transition of more friendship relationship too, mm-hmm. which you know has its goods and bads too. But, but it was just kind of a, a good time for that to happen. And I just didn't want to start over mm-hmm. with somebody else. Yeah, um, I know. Well, and I was just glad that A, he was a boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And B, he was old, he was old older, enough. Yeah. You know, I mean, older, not... Not out of the house, old old enough, but he was, I don't know, old enough to understand things. Well, and he he wasn't he wasn't at an age where he needed another parent. Mm-hmm. You know, he had my ex and I had fifty fifty custody, so he had his parents. He didn't need another parental figure. Mm-hmm. Um, he was getting the appropriate amount of attention, and you know, I didn't want to. I did not want to step into that role of a girl that had a child or multiple children that had an absent father and fill that mm-hmm. role. That role belonged to one person and one person only, my son. And I just didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know people don't agree with that at all, and that's fine. If you well, want to yeah. step in that role, you can. I didn't, and I knew what I wanted. And, and I everybody's knew, different. Yeah, and I knew what I wanted my happiness to look like, mm-hmm. and it was contributed to what we have now, not what I could have had being a parental figure or... Mm-hmm. doing any of that stuff because it would have been kind of faking it yeah. for me and I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't really know uh, the the stepping out of your comfort zone for dating was I don't know if it just is a, is a moot point with somebody like me because I wasn't I didn't go out there and date. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. <laughs> or I mean, anything, you just, you, you know. I just landed right in your lap. Right. <laughs> so I didn't have to you know, I, I can't give people exact pointers and directions with here's where you need to go to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can definitely tell when somebody is running in circles mm-hmm. in the wrong area or with the wrong people or with the wrong type of partner they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if once again, if your community is is supplying that type of partner that isn't the biggest catch or isn't the best type of person for you that, you know, is in your social events, is it your work, is it your hometown, is in your neighborhood and all that stuff move mm-hmm. get yeah. away yeah yes get away do something else meet new people yeah meet new people put yourself in different location c- scenarios yeah i mean you, you'll, you'll be amazed if, if you just if you live in one town and you decide to just move 15 miles 
or 20 miles in a different direction, the different type of society that will be in that area, mm-hmm. the different caliber and quality, now, depending on which direction I know. you go, <laughs> That's what I was gonna but say. it's going to be either up or down, different caliber of person, different characteristics that people have, different social settings, mm-hmm. different uh, values that people bring and look for. Yeah. Um, and and it's not to be mean and it's not to be harsh, but if you look at and I don't even want to say names, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings that bad. But if you look at employment, do you think working at a fast food restaurant is going to be the same type of employees and coworkers that you would have working in a high rise financial building in the financial district in downtown LA? Mm-hmm. You're an idiot if you think that those two things are the same because they're not. And it's the same thing with the social circles that you hang out with. And it's it's about what you – and it's not about you know moving on up to the east side or, or anything like that. It's really just – Yeah, I know. If you found yourself in this area or this, this quality of person that your community is producing that is trashy and is not a good person and they cheat and they lie and they can't hold a job and they don't have any money and they – can't wing themselves off of their family's teat or whatever it is, go somewhere else and look for people that are a little more independent who have a lot more going for them. Yeah, have a lot more to offer. Yeah. I mean, I made the I made the joke on here before that you had to import someone in yeah. to find uh-huh. a good partner. And right. that's a, a, a over-gross assumption of, <laughs> of everybody in the area. But you'll see that of... Um, you know, there, there's a certain quality of person based on different areas of different towns, of different cities, of different states, of different locales that just have complete different mentalities and goals and ambitions and mm-hmm. and challenges and problems and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so just step away. Yeah, I know. Get out of there. Yes. And even away. if you can't move, change your social circle. If you keep going to the same crappy smoke-filled bar right down the street that has the same people in there every single night and you're bitching and complaining about finding a good guy just go to a different bar i know i know well i think that like because i i used to work for a dating service you know and i talked to people every single night that were single and you know they would you know tell me you know that they just can't find a good person, and this was guys and girls. This wasn't, this wasn't just women. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess no. I, it was probably I would say it was split down evenly, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and so you know I would talk to them every night, and you know they would tell me this and that, but then like they wouldn't want to meet people differently. Yep. And, you know, n- right now, because at that time I worked for, uh, it was a, a video dating service. Mm. It was a video dating service and, you know, it just kind of started like the online type stuff too. Yep. And, um, and so you would watch these videos of the person and it was like a, a library of single people and you would pop in the, the, the video and, you know, watch them do a little, uh, a little interview mm-hmm. and you know people didn't want to do that which i think that you're gonna have to step outside of your comfort zone with that yeah. i think that it was it was probably a little bit scary but but being open to to do those things and you know because people i think now people are a lot 
are more okay with doing the online mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but if you're doing the that online stuff, may though, be their new comfort zone. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> but now you you know you may be doing the online stuff. Why don't you go out and you know get out there and you know go to mingle not stuff. not a not a bar but maybe a nice lounge or something mm-hmm. maybe in a nice area go and, and try yeah. to meet somebody. Well, going. I mean, I, I guess if you're a material world or girl living in a material world. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you you want something more than what maybe you've been exposed to. Going to happy hours in nice parts of town mm-hmm. is a great way to meet single people. Yeah, that a material girl <laughs> yeah, that have jobs and have careers and have goals mm-hmm. and have ambitions, but you know still want to cut loose. Mm-hmm. But that that same crowd that may be there isn't the one. It's going to be in a brawl and a fight in a parking lot at the local shithole bar mm-hmm. on Saturday. Right. Um, you know, and, and there should be some signs of individuals that, that once again, I, 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 I don't know why you would even have to say this, but I, I still get amazed at the amount of women out there that it's almost like grow the fuck up. You should not be attracted to the bad boy troublemaker. Uh-huh. Get a reformed bad boy. Yeah, and reformed doesn't mean they're on parole, dumbass. <laughs> okay, get somebody that has done something with their life and that you are comfortable with traveling down the road and partnering with. Mm-hmm. You should not have this ride-or-die bitch attitude with some moron that just makes horrible life decisions and brags about how much ass he can kick and what he can do and, you know... Yeah, that's a real winner right yeah, there. You grow Gosh. up, you yeah. know, and that that is a huge sign of, of complete and utter immaturity mm-hmm. in these guys. Um, and... Get away from it. Get away from that because you're going to get sucked into that same type of person. Mm-hmm. And, and and I I don't understand why you you still have to say don't date somebody that you know has a prison record. Don't date somebody that you know looks like they were. I don't know. I was about to say something horribly mean, so I'll just stop right there. <laughs> the the pickleback and the whiskey and the beer. <laughs> Are my teeth green? Make it very green. Are they? No, they're oh. not green. Why are mine? Oh, well, I think I see, see like a tint, but I don't know if it's like my mind, like thinking that our teeth are green. <laughs> I don't think they look green. Now you, now you made me not want to <laughs> keep my lips over. Well, I'm the one that smiles a whole bunch, so. Yeah. I just <laughs> flip my mustache beard down. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, so you were saying, you were about to say something mean. Yeah, but, but I mean, just get away from that stuff. I mean, go go f- look in a different area. You can't keep tossing your freaking lure in the same pond and expect to catch any different fish. I know. Get out of there and go find something else. Yeah. Um, and I know, that sucks when you, when you are trying to fish and, and then you realize there's no more fish in there. Yeah. In the pond. Well, you know, and I think that, like, going back to um, kind of, like, changing yourself. Tongue your tongue's a little bit green, yeah. Shoot. Let's <laughs> see yours. 
No. Really? Why is mine? I don't know. Um, but changing yourself and one thing that, you know, you, you said, you know, that like you didn't really have to, to do anything to date or whatever. I just kind of, you, you just got me, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, like for me, I, after like once we started dating and everything, what I did in my life to to change myself and become a better person it it just helped mine and your relationship mm-hmm. and you know i i got out of a a dead end job yeah. got a different job and you know started making more money and then a year after that i um lost 50 pounds mm-hmm. and then a year after that or a couple years after that you know got a when we get, got married and then I ended up getting a better job mm-hmm. or a promotion and, and stuff like that. And you just, you have to keep progressing and you can't just stay in idle and think that, well, and you're, cause you're, go, you're gonna keep thinking, well, I can't find anybody yeah. good, but you have to change yourself before you mm-hmm. can find somebody that is worthwhile yep yeah um you know you're you're a way better success story behind stepping out of your comfort zone um because i didn't really have i was already i guess i don't know how to i was already kind of out of a company i didn't live in my hometown i didn't mess with anybody i grew up with once i left Mm -hmm. um so i met all new people in all different areas of all different places and that wasn't done intentionally i wasn't 18 and was like, I'm going to get out there and, and just make sure I don't mess with anybody from my hometown. That was, it was just, mm-hmm. this is what, how life kind of ended up being. Well, you were in the military <clears throat> yeah. too, though. I mean, I never, like when I was in high school, the, uh, the guys that I usually dated didn't go to my same high school. Mm-hmm. And so I dated. That's what I did too. Yeah. I, I dated other guys outside of my high school. And then my, my latest boyfriend ended up coming back to my high school um and that's how we ended up going to high school together mm-hmm. but <laughs> other than that i didn't date guys maybe i've just always been used to leaving or getting out of my comfort zone then. maybe maybe i was too yeah yeah hmm. just be like us that's all good <laughs> um no I, yeah I, I don't know i mean i mean i think that one of the things that that i that i see that <clears throat> Just, it cracks me up, I guess, more than anything. I, I would say it starts to irritate me, but it doesn't really affect me, so I think it probably just cracks me up more than anything. Are these these women that I'll see on social media that you know are, are recently single. Mm-hmm. Um, they broke up with their boyfriend, they got divorced, they're separate, whatever it is. And their confidence has taken a hit mm-hmm. because of, of whatever transpired at the end of that relationship. Yeah. Um, whether that now they're trying to do things out of spite. Now they're trying to do things out of, um, building up their own self-worth or their own confidence, whatever it is that they're, how they're kind of coping with it. But you'll see this girl that just dumped somebody or got dumped or whatever. And she starts posting these selfies mm-hmm. on social media mm-hmm. Merely for attention. I think part of it is they want their ex to see the photo and be like, look what you're missing out on. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think that's yeah. a piece of it. Uh-huh. But then the other piece is to see what kind of compliments they get. Mm-hmm. 
do not pursue some idiot that you grew up with that's like, damn girl, you fine as hell. No. Don't respond Uh -uh. to it. Don't like it. Yeah. Don't engage with them. Delete it and block them and move on. (laughs) Yes, I think that's very good advice. Uh Uh-huh. You should not be messing with that guy. Uh Uh-huh. Or anything at all. (laughs) If some guy's like, damn girl, your ex don't know what he's missing now, that's a line. And you're an idiot for believing it. So just ignore it. Just... (laughs) Don't say thanks. I know. Don't say, oh, thank you. Or, or, oh, or, you're sweet. You're so sweet. Don't just move on. First, and and that's even for future planning. You don't want to be that girl that allows that type of comment and behavior so, via social media to who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. I know. Because they're trying to get a reaction. But yeah, they are. And you know? if you give them the thank you or anything, they're, they're getting exactly what they want. And they think that they have an in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, ooh. Oh, she liked my comment. Yeah. She hearted it. Yeah, and then and then they all all of a sudden they DM you yeah. a dick pic. Yeah, then you get <laughs> the next thing you get a dick pic. So, oh, yeah, I know. Didn't we... Well, we saw that there was uh, this thing that came out about about dick pics, too. Mm-hmm. Dudes, freaking just don't. Don't <laughs> don't send them. Wait, are you saying don't to everybody else? Or don't oh, to remember? Me? Well, because it was like single single women. It was, yeah, it was a single women survey. Yeah. Single, yeah. Single women survey. Uh-huh. And the majority of single women said... Gross. Ugh, gross. Yep. That's, <laughs> that, was their, that was their initial reaction. Mm-hmm. Or, oh my gosh, look at this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Just don't do that. But that's single girls. Yeah. Well, so, well I mean, I'm, I guess it's different. Like, if, if you were to send me a dick pic, it would be different. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh huh. You can't make a blanket statement like but, everybody. Like, well, dick pics, you know right? how we said in the in the sexy, um, sexy things to to say yes to. Yeah, in that episode, you, you because a girl, you know, gets all takes a right, 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 and, yeah, yeah, and you know, and then all of a sudden, the guy sends a dick pic back, and that's it. You right. know, make it fun. <laughs> how do you make a dick pic fun? Well, because we said it in that episode, like do things like to strategically. Oh, like, like what I. Yeah, like what place, I did. <laughs> place. We'll put those photos up this next week so everybody can see what we're talking about. Right. Um, to make dick pics fun and sexy and enticing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know where I was headed with that. Oh yeah, but with the guys that. You're once again. You you are sending out signals. You're you're casting that that lure in the same pond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And good worthwhile guys do not look at any girl's picture that they knew from high school, that they knew from work, that they knew from the club, the bar, whatever. No, no good. Ca- if I could get women to listen to one fucking piece of advice ever, that's single. No good guy from any of those backgrounds will ever comment on your photo. Ever. What do you, what do you think the, the good guy would do? They, no. may, they may hit like and then maybe reach out privately. Mm-hmm. Not with a dick pic <laughs> and not with a hookup yeah. type of text. Uh-huh. but and, and probably wouldn't even compliment the picture at all. Uh-huh. I know. 
You know, and, and well, so well, and then a good guy would probably look at how many of those trashy ass dudes are commenting on that, post. and they would walk away. That's the thing or, is you're, you're missing the good guy when you do that. When you're posting the picture with you trying to look all sexy or whatever, mm-hmm. the good guy, yeah, he might. Like, oh, she looks She pretty. looks cute, yeah. yeah. But he doesn't want that to be his girlfriend Yeah, now. uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah. because of the way you present yourself. Yeah. Freaking present yourself the way that, for the type of men that you want to attract. Yeah. Well, it's the same concept with dress for the job you want to have. Yeah, yes. Dress is. for the type of guy you want to have. Take a selfie for the guy you want to have, which mm-hmm. isn't duck lips. It's not cleavage, and it's not some... Stupid ass, look how hot I am, but I'm going to put some bullshit inspirational quote on my photo. (laughs) That's just stupid. We all know what you're doing, you know? Guys should start doing that with dick pics. Here's a picture of my my dick. Hey, remember to fight through the struggle and work hard, people. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's that's the next dick pic you're getting. (laughs) Yeah. Don't forget, fight through the struggle and work hard. (laughs) And put quotes around hard. Oh, my gosh. Hard, yeah. (laughs) Right? I know. Oh but, my gosh! But you you are you are purposely you're attracting a certain type of guy that isn't worth a shit, mm-hmm. and you are turning off the guy that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good exactly. guys aren't going to acknowledge, and, and, and that's the answer. A good a good guy isn't going to acknowledge that at all. Uh-huh. He's not going to message you. You just turn him off. Uh huh. By doing that. Yeah, I know exactly. They're done. Yeah, maybe if you post a, <laughs> a nice picture of you. In a business suit, you know, going to your new, your next interview mm-hmm. or something like, oh wow, she's she's trying to, like, she looks real pretty in her yeah. her nice business outfit. <laughs> if you have an album on your Facebook page of profile pictures, and there is five thousand six hundred fifty-two selfies of your face, you're not attracting good dudes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Seth. If you change your profile picture every other day uh-huh. with some new sexy pose in the driver's seat of your car. <laughs> That's what a lot of girls yeah. do. If you keep changing that, now once again, I'm talking about single people. If you're married, then you know, whatever. That's that's the rut and the hole you've dug yourself. But if you're single and you're trying to attract <laughs> a worthwhile partner, that's not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and as... A worthwhile partner. I don't want to date, and guys like me don't want to date or get involved with the girl that they're going to have to worry about beating off the guys with a stick to get away from them. Yeah. To say, get back. Well, well, she's always sharing cleavage shots and all this stuff on her Facebook. That's maybe fun for a little bit initially to be like, oh, yeah, check out my girl. Well, and I think it's different if, like, if your girl is sending those cleavage pictures to, to you, you yeah and but not posting them you know publicly mm-hmm. to everyone else like that's different yeah. you can have all the private pictures that you want but the moment that she starts seeking attention yes yeah. uh-huh. and that's all it is and and we all know it and, and the guys the guys know that oh she's wanting attention well i'll give her attention and so the the shitty dudes just respond mm-hmm Looking good, girl. Oh, you're so beautiful. And they they lay some line. Like, they, they actually think, like, your ugly ass has never been called beautiful before. So they're going to call you beautiful, and that's going to bridge this gap, and you're going to have some kind of booty call with them at some point in time. 
Well, you know, and I think that a lot of girls like that, though. That's so crazy to me. I know. I think that girls... Well, and part of it is that the guy that they were with before didn't call her beautiful. Right. And so, of course, the... Well, was it because she, he was inattentive and she he didn't just do it? Or was it because she's not beautiful? <laughs> I think you got to find the real root of the problem there. But, I mean, if someone, uh, if, if another guy is telling her he, she's beautiful, well, one, I, it's probably... He's lying. <laughs> it's probably because he's wanting to get in her pan, yeah. her panties. But... Yeah, good, worthwhile guys don't just out of the blue approach and be like, hey, I just want to let you know, you're beautiful. Yeah. That's lame. Yeah. That that is a one line they're trying to get. That's so irritating. Real good guys develop a relationship with you. Like hearing hearing yeah. that line from dudes. Well, and like, I try I try to look back at even even before I was like I guess interested in pursuing a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. I was complimentary of you, but it wasn't in this creepy. Oh uh, yeah, no. kind uh, of because otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't have liked you if you did that. I would look at like real things like. Like what you had on or something. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, oh, "You look so beautiful today." Yeah. Or, <laughs> "What are you doing with that guy?" You know, you're you're too beautiful for him, <laughs> or or some BS like that that so many women eat up. Yeah. Yeah. You would be like, oh, I'd "Your be, hair looks." Really I would cute notice today. when you got your hair done. Uh-huh. Like, oh, did you, did you dye your hair? It looks cool. Oh, you know, or yeah. it looks good, or uh-huh. or or something like that. But it wasn't, and and even at that point, it was very sincere. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't a line, right? Um, it was just acknowledging a coworker that came in looking differently yeah. or something uh-huh. um, better which i better. never got because i wore a uniform so nobody was ever like hey nice haircut Seth," because i was bald and wore the same thing to work every day <laughs> yeah until until you came in in your regular and nobody had seen clothes. me in regular clothes i was like oh man he's hot <laughs> i had to take off the uniform yeah i was well no but i, I, I was were... the she all she's all that girl i took off the glasses <laughs> yeah and put down the art apron <laughs> yeah <laughs> He came in with with civilian clothes. Wow, he looks cute. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, and it was it was the glasses. Like, cause yeah, it, it, it was didn't still change. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still me. The same personality, same everything. Yeah. Presentation means a lot, people. It does. It really does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I th- once again, if. if Decide what type of caliber person you want to attract mm-hmm. in your next relationship, or maybe you should end the horrible one you're in and move well, on. Well, I think that that's a, that's a good point because the the first step that I made to step out of my relationship comfort zone was leaving the partner that was awful for me. Yeah, and I think that is, I mean that's a good that's a good point to make because mm-hmm. people are in. A lot of people are in the wrong relationship. Yeah. You know, and, and I think for, for the amount of people that you, even I may pick on from my hometown that did that, I see a lot of them that learn from that. Yeah, that's good. They initially married that person in their backyard, mm-hmm. so to speak, and then realized, oh my gosh, this is awful. So we're out of this. I'm done with that. I'm moving away mm-hmm. and dating outside of that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and they seem much happier mm-hmm. because of that decision. Yeah. Um, and and so I think that you you have to decide not necessarily what your type is, but you need to have that baseline set of what an acceptable partner 
should at least be bringing to the table mm-hmm. on the, those very simplistic level of, you know, they don't live with their parents. They have a steady job. They have a place to live. They have a car, you know, whatever mm-hmm. those are. Hit those four to five things that are baseline and then look at other aspects that are important. And mm-hmm. if those four or five baselines aren't things that you find regularly in your community dating pool, then you need to go look in another community mm-hmm. dating pool. Yeah. Because there are plenty of guys and partners out there that have those attributes all over the world. Mm-hmm. You're just looking in a very, very small, isolated area where that type of success isn't there. Mm-hmm. I so know. go find it. Well, and even with the, with, you know, say, saying yes to someone that you wouldn't necessarily say yes to, you know, in, in the past or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, stepping out of that comfort zone and... You know, because like I said in the beginning, everybody has a quote-unquote type of person. But your type might not be the right person for you. Mm -hmm. So maybe you need to to look past your type and try to find the right person. Yep. I I think there's all kinds of warning signs and hints out there Mm -hmm. that people can look at. And either take for granted or take in the wrong ones. Um, you know, ladies, if you should be much more impressed with a guy that is sharing photos on social media of him doing worthwhile things, whether it's doing his job. You, you should find more worth in a photo of a guy that takes a selfie on the job site in a construction hat working his ass off mm-hmm. than a guy taking a shot of the rims he just bought because he doesn't have to pay rent because he lives in his mom's basement. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, for women that make bad decisions, it goes to the latter. Mm-hmm. And that's where they <clears throat> tend to find the value. Check out his rims. I know. Yeah. Ladies, please. And it's like, no, <laughs> that's not... That's not worthwhile. That that's not value. No, that's at not. All. There's nothing long term there. What is at all? What's so good about that? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. And once again, I think a lot of that is reflective of, of the community that you may be ex- overly exposed to because that's where you've grown up and you've never left and you've never seen anything outside of that. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, when I say taking a selfie at their job, I don't mean like they go in the bathroom and take a selfie of check out my outfit today. I mean, oh, I mean like, like they're on the work site showing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. be dumb. But, you know, if you, you should be looking for the right types of values in people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at the end of the day, unfortunately, some people's type is a loser. I know. That's, that's just what they go after because of, of whatever reason, because they themselves were a loser. Because they don't have much to offer, and that's where they go. But, I mean, you hit it on the head, too. If you're going to be picky and look for these type of attributes, you need to make sure that you know, you're know you bringing your A game to the table as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are different factors that are going to make people that, on the surface, may be an eligible partner, not an eligible partner. Mm-hmm. Whether it's things that you may find unfair, like because you have kids and they don't want kids. Um, or because of whatever else may be on there. But you need to be able to look past that and understand and see your own self-worth, Yes, which I think is probably the most important piece to know what 
what you know you're not going to settle for. Mm-hmm. If you see your own self-worth realistically, I don't mean smoke and mirrors. I don't mean that all your girlfriends are pumping you up, telling you you're the shit when you're not. I mean you really see your own self-worth. That will set your own standard for you, mm-hmm. and you should be uncompromising on the type of person you have. Yeah, go and do exactly that. Yeah. Don't freaking just settle. Mm-hmm. Don't just be like, well, they don't have... I'm lonely. Yeah, X, Y, and Z, but yeah. that's okay because they have good looks or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, do exactly what your, <laughs> what your standards are, too. As long as you bring all of that to the table, too. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think that about wraps it up mm-hmm. for today. Um, as always, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever... Um... Podcasts can be heard? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you were trying <laughs> yeah, to say. thank you. <clears throat> Podcasts can be heard, and we'll talk all to you podcast next... All pl- podcast platforms? Platforms, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes, all different platforms. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.